The Gamer's Lounge with Amon Green is on the air. The Gamer's Lounge. It's time to press play. Uh, what's up to everyone in the Twitch chat? JVic, Casper Weasel, uh, Victoritos. How you doing, JVic, everybody? Mad Max, and then my good buddy, down in Madison, Wisconsin. John, how you doing, John? What's up, Amon? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing good. I'm surprised we can still use that because we're getting a lot of traction with this show. We got uh, we got chin check to say, hey, we got it. We can't have also them uh, copyrighted it sounds out there. <laughs> so I, I'm surprised think, that was still on here. <laughs> I think by next week I'll probably uh, have enough time. I'll have to remove those from the intro. And yeah, yeah, we can't have the tech mobile. Man, that's the best stuff, man. Those yeah. game sounds are awesome. Um, and uh, but yeah, we, we I guess we we're starting to get traction, get attention. You know, people are gonna you know we're gonna make a little money from doing this, which is great. That means we become successful. So people gotta check us, so then we not making you know the the funds off of them. I guess you know tech mobile and all that fun stuff. Exactly. But exactly. It is what it is. So. So my, my weekend was uh, Memorial Day weekend for me was uh, good. It was hot, which is awesome here in Wisconsin. Um, it was above 70, which I enjoyed. Got outside, but just doing some yard work, still getting the the yard together from the winter. Um, we had a big uh, last year, a big rainfall right before winter. And in our pool, we have a pool, but all this mud mudslide right into my pool so i've been cleaning that out for the past couple weeks for a while getting it getting it ready for the summer what about you john sounds like a job there um it was oh yeah it's been like it's been 80 degrees plus and it's been amazing and uh it was just kind of low-key it was uh, a lot of hanging out outside brought the sprinkler out for the kid uh for my daughter she loves that um so a lot of playing in the water and just grilling some food i grilled the pizza pizza again Oh yeah, I got to do that. I, I, I remember you brought that up a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Grilling a pizza. What? Uh, what? What was the toppings? Uh, this one was sausage and mushroom. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan of the mushrooms. So if we did a this or that, sausage or mushrooms, I'd pick just sausage. <laughs> it was just to be sausage. I'm yeah. a pepperoni guy. I do like mushrooms, but that's on occasion. But mainly, I don't care where I'm at. If it's Chicago style, if it's New York, if it's even over in Italy, I'm going pepperoni. Or if I'm in Italy, I'll probably do. Uh, a margarita, just the the, the mozzarella yeah. with, the, with the tomato and the basil leaf on there. That's where I'm at. Just keep it simple. The simpleness to me is all I need. You know. Now I want to I want to uh, grill a margarita pizza because <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> no, but I did that, and then Aman, you know what the other thing is? So yeah. I was talking to my buddy on Friday night, okay. and we all decided that what we're going to try to do is find a day of the week at a time, kind of like you have all your you know nights where you're mm-hmm. gaming, and we're going to have this as a chance to get back, you know, back with all the boys, basically, in right. playing games. And so now, for me, trying to get my first console, my first gaming system since the Nintendo 64, I'm a newbie, Uh-oh. okay? Right, yeah, it's all good, yeah. And I think what we've all decided on is a Switch. So the majority Ooh. of us are going to get Switches. Somebody else yeah. just bought a PS4, so I don't know what we're going to do with him, but... Um, because we all want a game together, and right. then I find right. out this, Amon. <laughs> you can't find a Switch anywhere. They're like it's, high demand and being resold for hundreds of dollars more. Oh wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I looked it up. So basically, the plant. Uh, I believe I have this this 
pretty accurate. So the plant in China, obviously, COVID right. going on, they had to shut that yep. down. And of it's course. created a, a scarcity of the product. And so they barely get them in on the in the major retailers. And then when they do, people use these bots online to just purchase them up in bulk. And then they resell them for wow. higher so for profit. Are they selling them like at Amazon or other websites or Facebook uh, market or something like that? All of it. Facebook market, Amazon. Last night at Amazon or the other night I checked, it's like 494 for a gaming system that's two ninety nine at Target, you know what I mean? Oh wow, they're upselling it to make their money back. So yep, and then some. That is, oh, that's the suckville. That's suckville right there. <laughs> it is suckville. The same thing. I mean, to have the Switch is probably the uh, the right now the best market for mobile gaming out there, other than your cell phone. Um, and it, it just they put limits on things. I know in the shoe world, you go to a Flight Club or even Nike, they have on the limit that you can only buy two items. Right. You know, and they, that's what they need to do. That's what Nintendo need to do. But they're all about they're capitalists. They they want to make their buck, man. Hopefully, you get your Switch soon, <laughs> so we can even play online too. Because I have Smash Ultimate, I have Mario Kart, I have Legend of Zelda, and I have a, a Marvel um, Universe game, which is pretty fun. So yeah, any game. Once you get it, let me know. And then if you get a game that I don't have, I'll get it. So we could just meet up online. I'm definitely game for that. For sure. Yeah. So my strategy then is to call the target here in town every morning. I asked the guy, I called electronics today and I said, what's of my course. strategy? I said, what's the best way to do this? He's like, here's what you got to do. So I got to call every morning basically until they get one or two in stock and then they'll hold it. And then that's it. And then hopefully. Uh, I'll, yeah. Well, at least that, uh, was this, uh, you said target target is what well, it might Yeah. Be. Employee of target is going to help you out. Yeah, because you don't get that. Yeah, because that's usually customer service dies. <laughs> some and plus some places there is no such thing as customer service. So that's a big that's a big reach out for him. For um, sure, I'll be like, you gotta give him, you gotta bring him something like a gift card or something from one of the <laughs> from the sponsors down there, uh, iHeart that we could hand out. You know, do something nice for him because that was a big deal. Um, so I know. So like I said, love playing online. So I was able to play online. That's this past weekend with the NFL late and ESTV Call of Duty tournament. So this week it was Team Deathmatch TDM, which is a popular game mode. And my team and I, so uh, D-Squad and J-Big, future Lakeland uh, student and future Lakeland coach, and then another uh, supporter of the program, Matt. He goes by the name of Matt Max. We uh, we came in we came in the top. We came in third this week. Nice. And uh, total uh, wins and obviously the eliminations. And uh, it was fun. Again, um, playing. I just know these baseball guys. They got us. They got us beat. They got us um, handled right now. <laughs> um, in terms of myself and other football players, that team we actually got beat by a team we beat the previous week. Um, Aaron Bre- Beasley, the strong safety uh, that played for the Jets and the Jaguars back during my time. He he his team got. I think he recruited in some better players because last week we kind of we went back and forth, but we ended up dom- you know owning them and winning. I'll say that. But he got, I know he had one good player already. It goes by the name of Quasi. He streams on Twitch. And I believe he picked up maybe two more players. Really, one more player would have been all he needed. And uh, we ended up getting beat uh, by uh, 50, uh, 50 to 48 in the last match. So it just, it came down right to the bitter end. And uh, I was like, darn. So, because we would have met up in the, in, the, in the championship round with Mitch Garver's team, Major League Baseball. I believe pit, um, outfielder or pitcher, I believe. So. What was the oh, baseball? Were those baseball guys good at it or something? What's the deal there? All the baseball. I, I got to tip my hat to Major League Baseball players. Um, they are really good at FPSing, first-person shooters. They are good at it. 
And it, I mean, well, obviously, I, I, I know why it's targeting. They're yeah. good at targeting. Yeah, they throw the ball. They got to be accurate. Yep. You know, with that. So I could say that's one thing that stems from baseball that transfers to uh, to uh, FPS and uh, for football. You know, I was a quarter, I was I wasn't a quarterback. I was a running back. I just run through things and run around things. So, <laughs> yeah, if you're, uh, a base, if you're a baseball player, you're up at the plate, like you're watching your yeah, eyes. Ball, yeah. Right. And if you're in a first person shooter, you're watching. It's your eyes, man. It's your hand eye coordination. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, is, yeah, thank you, uh, Joseph, the voice and Jay Big. Uh, we have Kevin Ware. We played against Kevin Ware and he had a couple um, guys from a team called Doom. So I guess team uh, team Doom is a big uh, esports team. And he had two of their recruits or players. And so. They did well too. I, I think I don't know. Did we win against them guys, or did we we lose to them too? <laughs> so they recruited in some good players. So um, that was so that was that was my Sunday. That was all day on Sunday. It started around noon and ended quite earlier than we expected to in the early rounds. So it was like, darn it, dang it. We don't know what mode is going to be this Sunday, but we know we're going to have some matches coming on Sunday afternoon against uh, more basic baseball players, a couple of NWNBA players. Haven't heard, haven't heard or seen of Paul George since round one, week one. So he might be getting ready for NBA right now, which is good for him and his uh, his guys. So so on to uh, some, I'll say big releases, um, big topics. I'll say Ruby Rose from Batman, Batwoman star, uh, the CW show is announced her that she's leaving ahead of season two. You know, I thought, I was excited about this show. Actually, when I went to Comic-Con last year, John, I, we they handed out a lot of, i say, paraphernalia of Batwoman. You know, they had it out little T-shirts and, and keychain um, pendants and all this stuff. So I was geeked up about it. But unfortunately, I, I never got a chance to watch season one. But I know the actress, you know, Ruby Rose, she doesn't do nothing that is popular. And she doesn't do nothing. She, she does an outstanding job because she's an actress that have been in the show uh, uh, Origins of New Black, did great in there. She uh, co-starred in John Wick, didn't last long because it's John Wick. I don't think nobody lasts very long with John Wick <laughs> um, on the on the, on the the script. Uh, so, but he, she did a good job in her in her small role there too. But she exiting, you know, this uh, right before season two starts to film. And of course it raises some questions. She says, you know, in her own statement that uh, she thanks everybody that she worked with from Warner Brothers and all the production crew. And uh, this is a decision I come up, I made up for myself to move on, you know, to something different and move away from, you know, working with Batwoman. And of course there's the, the, the rumor mill out there, you know, there's rumors that, well, it was a fact that she did get injured while on set. She had um, damaged some vertebrae in her back and, and I'm John, I don't know about you, but I know myself, I had back spasms when I was in college in Nebraska one season, right before my junior year. And I, and that's just spasms. I didn't have damaged um, um, vertebrae. So I know from my spasm experience what that, how that can, uh, did, you know, basically knock you down, literally. And yeah. so for her having actual vertebrae that's damaged, to give her body time to heal up, I could see that, you know, as an athlete, you know, to a lot of these actors, a lot of them are in fairly decent shape but when you take a big injury like that using your back where well, you got to use your back for pretty much everything and so i could see that healing up but then also rumors that she might not have gotten along with some of the cast members on set but who's no but my thing to ruby i hope uh this decision you know was made for herself and it's gonna you know be for her 
people cannot do that. They have, you know, make a big move like this in their acting career and their career in general and be, be worried about backlash or what have you. But I'm glad for her to make this decision, obviously, and obviously heal up in the end to make sure her body gets back to full functioning. So Yeah, I mean, I couldn't imagine what it would be like to, to be an action star in a, in a show like Batwoman and have to, you know, move around and stuff like that. But just, you know, I saw the thing, too, that uh, Variety had sources that said she was unhappy with the long hours of, of doing yep. that. Like, okay, I, I guess so, which then led, like, to what you said, maybe some friction on the set, I think is what Variety said, and maybe on unhappiness with the coworkers. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, those two things combined seem like a plausible uh, uh, plausible idea as to why she's probably walking away, right? Unhappy yeah. with the long hours, friction, and my back hurts. If you ever try yeah. to do anything when your back hurts, everything makes you mad. You know oh, yeah. I mean? You're like, you can't do anything. I say back and ribs. I remember I had fractured ribs one season, and, yeah, that's no fun. And back, too. Oh, man, when I was my junior year, when I found out I had spasm, it just came out like it literally like this sniper. Like somebody had say, oh, man, a sniper shot you. It was like a sniper shot me in my back. Oh. I, could, I couldn't even walk. And I'm, I'm 20 years old in prime condition. And all of a sudden, I got these back spasms. So I can't imagine the pain that Ruby's going through with her uh, fractured ver- vertebrae as well. So, yeah, to be doing that. And I know long hours. I've been able to, for, you know, fortunate fact to, uh, fortunate chance to be in movies. So, yeah, a movie day could start at 6 a.m. and go to 6 a.m. the next day. And then, so that means you're in a, in a trailer, out of trailer, taking a nap, not taking a nap, eating food, not eating food, standing around a very long time before your name is called to get your scene shot. So And you got to so be yeah. ready and your back and better then, not be hurting. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You got to be 100% fresh when that can when that director says action. So just uh yeah, so yeah, more I say more uh I said big ups to her. I hope she uh, heals up well and whatever next uh film or TV show, big movie film or TV show that she takes on that she's uh, going to do an outstanding job. Great actress. Shout out to Ruby Rose and hope she heals up good. And uh, I say so. Back, I say continue big, big video game stuff. Borderlands Three it, it has their big next expansion coming out, and it's going to be a western. And uh, I don't know if you played Borderlands, John. Have you played Borderlands? I have at not. All? No, I have okay. not. Okay. So this is their third installment, and it's now, as you've been hearing as we talk on these games, there's DLC, there's downloadable content to make the game even bigger, and so. Uh, Borderlands is a uh, RPG game that has some fun characters. A guy by the name I didn't play part one and two. I'm, I am walking through and playing playing through number three right now. And in part two and one, there was a character by the name of Handsome Jack. And so Handsome Jack has since passed, and now there is being you know he's kind of being brought back in a way. So with this uh, new downloadable content, it came out yesterday. It's called the Bounty of Blood, Fistful of Redemption. So that's kind of where you hear the, the the fun Western, you know, in there. And actually, so it comes out. It came out yesterday, but then it will be full fully out uh, come June twenty uh, fifth on all consoles and all platforms. So PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. So you, you got this fun game, and it's a they call it, it's a looter shooter. So for you being the noob, John, looter shooter means obviously a lot of shooting. Yeah. And loot, you know, loot means things, items that you could pick up when you when you uh, attack somebody or you you scavenge through a home or a house or a building. You open a box and boom, all these nice little toys and trinkets come out, you know. So 
just imagine, you know, every time you go home, you get your favorite items um, in a big old grab bag when you come home from work every day. Just imagine that. John. There you go. There you wouldn't, go. Wouldn't that be awesome? That'd be awesome. <laughs> Let me ask you this real quick on this. Does does a Western get you hooked? Are you hooked into like that Western type of vibe or feel? Yes, I am. I'm, I'm playing through Red Dead Redemption 2. I play Red Dead Redemption 1 on uh, PlayStation. Now I'm playing it on Xbox. So, yes, I'm a Western guy because that's old school. It's no gray area in a Western. You either you either live or you die <laughs> in a Western movie. And so with Western getting tied into uh, Borderlands 3, I think it's a good mix. It's uh, it's out. It came out yesterday, the downloadable content. So download it, you know, have some fun. Um, with it, it's a fun game. I'm playing through it now. I can't wait till I get to the end. I've heard a lot about it through good friends of mine um, playing first installment of Borderlands and two. And now I was like, I was told by you know everybody, hey man, get. I think I'm gonna do that. So uh, let's get us rolling with this or that of this week. We got another fun list of uh, this or that items. So I hope everybody's ready to make your choices. It will be posted later after the show on Twitter. And uh, it's already on Instagram, I believe. So, John, take us away. Okay, this or that, another fun edition of the game. Is it a game? I don't know. Of the nah. the segment. Nobody wins. There's nobody wins. So it's, it's, a, it's a conversation. It's okay. a fun conversation. Conversation that other radio shows have stolen. This or yes. that, soup or sandwich, Amon. And we, soup or sandwich. Yeah. Um, I do have soups that I like. I do have sandwiches that I enjoy, but I would say sandwiches. Ooh. And I would say my best sandwich that I've had is from Cat's Deli in New York City. They have the best pastrami sandwiches and corned beef sandwiches on the planet. And that's for real. And I'm a food connoisseur. All right. So I'm going to say sandwiches. Ooh. Yeah, this is so tough of mine because soup and sandwiches go together so well. True. I, I mean, a nice grilled cheese and some tomato soup. That's like yep, a you classic. get the dipping in it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Oof. I agree. But here is no gray areas. Bro. I know. OK. Soup or salad. Got to make that pick. This is no kind of no indecisiveness. Well, today I'm feeling soup. Tomorrow I might be feeling sandwich. I'm going soup. So okay. many different directions you can go with soup. I'm going soup. Yeah. You got minestrone, you got chicken noodle, yeah, vegetables. Anything. You know. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always always something new. Yeah. All right, this or that card game or board game? Uh, oh, man, it's a good one, too. I know some, since me and Marie have been married for a very long time, you know, going on 10 plus years, and I've learned a lot of card games from her family. So it's been fun. And I know a lot of board games, but I'm about to say card games. I'm definitely becoming a card game guy. Actually, my. Marie's upstairs playing cards with her mom and um, our stepdad right now. So it's a it's a card game house here. That's awesome. I wish I was more into cards. Um, I don't know any card games. Mm. I know a decent amount of board games. So I'm going to go board games because I think, uh, you know, like a big board game night. Like, that sounds fun. Just yeah. playing board, and cards would be just as fun. But I'm going to go board games because I'm more familiar with board games. All right. This or that, right. I'm on. Class. All right, hold up, hold up, hold up okay. John. Before you get on to the next one, I'm going to just uh, show – uh, throw out there the, the Twitch chat here. We got old 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 timer Dave is sandwich. Mad Max, Caper, Casper, Notorious, and Joe are all uh, sandwich and uh, as well. And then uh, actually Casper, he's kind of indecisive. I think he's soup too. <laughs> uh, and then we got soups. Naming from Notorious Afro potato bacon soup uh, from Ice Max seventy eight and Dave old timer says says cards overboard games as well and notorious avril she says board game with scrabble 
which Ooh, is a good game. Yeah, Scrabble's a good game. That's a good one. All right, so the next one for me, John. That's a good one. All right, uh, classical art or modern art? Classical art or modern art? So you're talking uh, about like just paintings in a museum versus like something that somebody puts together and splashes a bunch of paint on a canvas? Yeah, I would say like classical art is like the Norman Rockwell old artwork and okay. like those artists that we knew when we saw it, we knew who they were. Right. Uh, modern stuff obviously is the newest stuff that obviously here i don't know about madison but i know wisconsin green bay wisconsin nothing bad i'm not talking bad about my city where i live but i'm just saying there's nothing that's all not a, not a whole lot of culture here not a hotbed to, for modern art not I'm a guessing. hotbed for nice museums where you see modern culture so i really don't know what's out there i just know like da vinci uh, norman rockwell some of the others getting named here in the chat room as well so i would say classic art because that classic art you know, you talk about Leonardo da Vinci, you know, he had the blueprint for a lot of things that we have in this world today. If it wasn't for his, you know, his artwork being motivated for whatever reasons, you know, some people said he was a big weed head that he smoked, you know, marijuana and all that. That's all good. He he, he expressed his artistic uh, vision by creating the 16th chapel and all that stuff, that beautiful artwork that we still have years later, which I think is awesome. So. What I really want to do, I'm going to go with classical art here. Okay. Like I, I, I've been to like the, what is the, is it called the MoMA in New York City, the Museum of Modern Art? I don't know if that's the exact name. Oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that cultured. Oh, so I get you. Yeah. Uh, but um, <laughs> You're good. It, I, I don't think I saw it there because I think I would have remembered it, but I want to go see like a famous piece of art. Like right in front right. of me, like the Mona Lisa somewhere. Like, I think Starry Night here is at the Museum of Modern Art. Starry Night, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, that like I just want to awesome. go there and I just want to see like, there it is. That's the painting I see all the time. Wow. Just kind of like look at it, you know? So right. I'm going to go with classic. And take it in. Take you know, it do in. Like, like, like Ferris Bueller did on his day off. Yes. Take it all in. And so Notorious Afro said, yeah, the Mo MoMA. Yeah. That's what it's called. So we got from Joe, Joe the Voice, classic. Uh, Notorious Afro, she's classics as well. She loves Da Vinci and even Van Gogh, Vincent Van Gogh. He cuts off his ear for love, you know. You didn't have to do all that, but you know what I'm saying. Is just just yeah. tell her. I don't think, know? yeah, I don't think you would have had to cut your ear off. You could have just. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not cutting off no limb. I'm yeah. just saying, I love you. You know, moving on from there. <laughs> all right, next a few items. John. All right, uh, this or that, beer or wine. Beer or wine. Um, what a Mon Green likes here. This is interesting to me. I would say I have more beers that I like than wines. So I'm going to go, I'm a beer guy and was neither when I came to Wisconsin, was neither when I got drafted in the NFL. But yes, I guess now number one would be beer. Number two would be red wine. Number one beer for me is Blue Moon. I'm a Blue Moon guy. Are you a spotted cow guy? That's a Wisconsin deal. Yes. And I'm a spotted, I like spotted cow as well. I like beer that has flavor. Yeah. And not the IPA flavor. That's a little too sharp for me. It's like, whew. Yeah. It's a little different. I, I'll grant That's you that. Intense. Yeah. It's a tense. Because what if you, you I mean, not to discourage any potential uh, beer sponsors along the way. Um, right. <laughs> But there's something about, like you said, a little bit of flavor behind the beer as opposed to something that's lighter that just, mm -hmm. you know, I could have just had a glass of water probably, you know, and uh, Correct. felt more refreshed. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go with beer as well. I, I'm not a big wine guy, although uh, during the last two months of COVID, I have had two bottles of red wine, which nice. is like an all time record for me. It's good for your heart. That's what they, that's what they say. That's, that's what they say. And so that's one reason I drink my red wines because red wine. Is good for the heart occasionally. So like a glass a week, 
every two weeks, you know, so within a month, like two, three glasses a month is good. Just a glass, not even a bottle, just a glass. Yeah, just of a wine. glass. It's good. It's good. Good for your health. So yeah, everybody in the Twitch stream with the beer. Or yeah, wine? we got. Oh, yeah, we had uh, mostly beer from old timer Dave. Mad Max is a beer guy. Uh, Joe says neither. I'm, I'm no alcohol for me. Sorry. <laughs> Notorious Afro says a bottle a day. Oh, come on. Put, putting it down. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> 30 bottles a month. There you go. Uh-huh. Um, all right. Moving on this or that camping or binge watching shows at home. You're either basically inside or outside here. Camping or binge watching. Yeah. Oh, man. I say right now. I would say binge watching shows at home. I've been doing a lot of that, and I enjoy that quite a bit. My daughter and I were just talking last night about camping outside in our backyard. And yeah, I would do backyard. Yeah, it's going on right now. I would, is- I'd probably binge watch at home. I I can't get comfortable outside. That's, that's right. not, it's not comfortable. <laughs> so what we yeah what we've been doing though we ended up buying a projector, and we that we could project onto the side of the house. And watch movies from outside. Yeah. So we're close to that. And it's been fun. We've been watching still Netflix movies, uh, Apple TV, through the uh, Apple TV uh, box. Uh, so everybody in the room so far, three right away. Uh, Iceman, Old Time Daver, and Mad Max was all camping. Notorious was camping and fishing. Um, J-Big watching shows. And Notorious is both, like I said, camping and fishing. So there we go. So we got a couple more left. Let's uh, bring it home, John. All right, let's bring down the home stretch. This is interesting, too, again, for you, Amon, working alone or yes. working in a team? Working alone or working with a team. Um, I say I'm a, naturally an introvert, so I love working alone, but I even love a little bit better working with the team. I love working with you, John and Ben, and then my team at Lakeland, you know, and my stream team here. Uh, that are in the chat room, like Notorious, Jay Bick, uh, Joe, and Robo. You know, those um, ladies and men, and men help me out with this stream. So I'm definitely a team guy. Yeah. I mean, how can you not answer team? Because everyday life, everybody has to work with somebody else, right? You're basically exactly. teams through work or whatever. So um, with that being said, and I love working on this podcast with you, Amon, and with Ben, too. I'm going to go working alone as a mm-hmm. wild card, only because I've found over the last couple of months, um, as I'm multitasking with the schoolwork with my daughter and then getting ready for a daily sports talk show and getting ready for All this right. podcast, like if I'm alone at just the computer and mm-hmm. nobody else is coming in or out and just like I can get some stuff done. I can get some ideas flowing. You know, I kind of yeah. like that alone time to then collaborate with the team, if that makes Correct. sense. And I think you have to do that. So like I said, that's my close number two is working alone. But number one is definitely working on a team. But I agree with you. When you have that time alone, you can really focus on one little thing and and really like maximize that effort of researching it, getting ready for what you're going to talk about topic wise in whatever show. And you do quite a few shows in a week. So making sure you could get at least one detail down where you actually know everything is is, is you doing your job. So, Yeah. yeah, for sure. All right, last one here, buddy. Okay, last this or that here on the Gamers Lounge is dine-in or delivery. Ooh, dine-in or delivery. So dine-in at the restaurant. Like at the restaurant or have yep, it come to your place. Or have it come home. I say, obviously, with COVID going on, I've been delivery. We have been delivery at the Green Residence. And I, and I enjoy it because then I still get the same goods, obviously, without the ambience of the restaurant, but the ambience of my home. So 
I'll say delivery. I want to go to the place. Like, and maybe it's because of COVID. I, I just want to go somewhere and True. like have that be like look forward to that great meal at that place I love going with the drinks that I love to get. And I just I want to look forward to that again. I want to be like, oh, I know what I'm doing Friday night. Me and the fam, we're going out to this, you know, we're going out to this place and we're doing that because it's 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 I don't know. It just uh it's, yeah. it's something like I said to look forward to. I'm going dine in. Uh definitely, definitely. All right, when we had uh dine in from Mad Max, dine in from Joe. We got that good old home cooking from old time Dave and J Bick as well as dine in only because half the apps are amazing. <laughs> All the apps out there. All right, so now we get into games. So we're gonna do the games releases a little bit different this week. We're gonna pick out the ones, our favorite ones, or the ones that we literally look like we want to go to. And I'm gonna I'm gonna let you start off, John, for first time us doing this. So give me your game of the week that's coming out this week that you are gonna try to get a dig at. Okay, so like I said, I'm still trying to find a switch, but when I do, coming out tomorrow <laughs> is a game called Fly Punch Boom. Now with an exclamation point at the end. So what caught me right. about this, number one, was the title. I'm like, Fly Punch Boom. That just sounds really unique. So then I went to their website, flypunchboom.com, and it's like an anime-style, cartoonish-style fighting game. And this is how they describe it, all right? They yeah. describe it, punch everything, die everywhere. <laughs> That's so, the video game for me right there. Yeah, and even more punch so. Punch everything, die everywhere. Yeah, even yes. another line on it. Fly Punch Boom is a flying fighting game with huge destructible stages full of fun ways to die. And the, oh, man. the graphics on this just seem fun, cartoonish, anime style, and it's just destruction, fatalities, uh, different way like taking out the entire, everything's a weapon, everything's a trap, and you can just get, you can kill everything. Break the yeah, planet in half. Break the, <laughs> That's what it says, yes. Right. Yeah. That is awesome. That's like a five-year-old create this game that has an <laughs> IT uh, IQ of 2,000. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> it is a multiplayer game. You can play up to four players, arcade mode, and a whole bunch of unlockables and secrets. So that sounds like similar to the game I'm about to bring up. Okay. Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. They have Aftermath DLC. So if you played this game, I played the first. So if you got downloaded, um, you downloaded my, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 and played through the campaign. Now, this might be my next story mode game right here so if, whenever I get through Doom because it has always done, I think Mortal, uh, Mortal Kombat has done a great job of bringing in fun characters. So this is a fighting game. This is an FGC community. And what Mortal Kombat has done, teaming up, being now, obviously, not now, but I'm always part of Warner Brothers, they can dip and dab into the Warner Brothers film library, you know, and bring in characters. I know like a couple years ago when Mortal Kombat 10 came out, John, they brought in Predator. They brought in the Alien. Oh, nice. Aliens. They brought in Jason from Friday the 13th. Um, so it's just fun. Characters are now in Mortal Kombat. So with this DLC of Aftermath, after you, I played through the first storyline of the main uh, game of Eleven. Mortal Kombat 11. And now Aftermath is kind of the prequel to that. And with that, they're bringing in fun. They bring in one fun character, a guy that is iconic of our childhood is Robocop. So I'm, Get I'm out. geeked about it. Get Robocop, out. Robocop's yes. in Mortal Kombat 11? Aftermath? Yes. That is sweet. That DLC came out yesterday. So if you have it, get it. It does have a couple price of ranges, price sets at it right now. So if you just get the game, if you get the game, the, and the combat pack, 
and the uh, aftermath collection, you're playing fifty nine ninety nine. Um, but if you just get if you already have the game and you're getting a combo pack and you're just getting the uh, aftermath collection, you're paying a little bit less, I believe, like forty nine ninety nine. And then down from there, if you just get the aftermath DLC of the few characters and a few uh, skins, you're paying thirty nine ninety five. So it's a little price for a little fun, but I believe it's worth it if you're a Mortal Kombat fan. It is totally worth it because of the, the special effects. The graphics has always been awesome. And then they have changed up some of the... Because you know Mortal Kombat, John, where you have the fatality, yeah. a brutality. Now they bring it in friendship. So instead of chopping off a head or splitting somebody in half, they have Kano uh, br- grilling up shrimps on a Barbie. <laughs> you know, Or you had, you know how Scorpion throws the, the scorpion... Uh, katana or knife out of his arm with the yeah. rope yeah and he says get over here yeah and when he throws it out of his arm on friendship he says get over here it, it has a big teddy bear to it that's what I, teddy okay bear. <laughs> i was gonna ask you I'm, I'm checking out some clips on youtube and there's a big teddy bear on there yeah oh that is so funny man mortal kombat yeah. just kind of got wicked like wickedly weird but kind of cool it's but like, still cool yeah it's you know cool. it's still it's still Mortal Kombat, but still a little rough. I mean, they brought in the Team 1002 from Terminator um, a couple games ago, along with Predator. Uh, Sarah Connor, she's a part of that bundle, too. So she's on there, too. So they're just having fun over there at Warner Brothers and the Mortal Kombat department. So that'll be game. It, it came out yesterday, so you can download. This is available now on Xbox and PlayStation. It's a download, also PC. So I would say I recommend download it, play it bash some heads in, or cook some shrimps on a barbie for your friend. So that is uh, our <laughs> our area for game releases and fun stuff that is out there. But I would say What's on Stream is another fun little episode, or I say movie, of the good old classic Scoob. So Scooby-Doo has his now new movie that is, uh, I say, live, I'm not going to say live action, but animated, computer animated. They have a cast of characters. When I say cast of characters, they have Will Forte, Mark Wahlberg, Jacek Isaacs. Um, we have Gina Rodriguez from uh, Jane the Virgin. Zach Efron is Fred. Amanda Sifri is Daphne. Oh, and uh, Gina uh, Rodriguez, she's Vilma. She plays Vilma. And uh, and then Frank Welker, who is probably the legendary voice of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. He, brings back that voice so check it out it is on it was supposed to obviously be released out of the movie theater but as we know movie theaters are are closed down so apple tv has it where you could download it you could buy it or you can rent it you know rent it is 20 it's 20 bucks and download it for and keep it is 25 bucks i'll say recommend it just download that thing it's worth it especially if you have kids john you do yeah yeah i think i think my seven-year-old might like the scoob the movie uh what i'm streaming here by the way i checked out the patriot act uh with um uh, Uh, hassan minaj thank you and i watched the new the latest episode uh just last night and i found that that's i think that's an interesting i mean they've got a well-researched take with with funny irreverent jokes and things of that nature Mm -hmm. i I liked it i didn't i didn't mind it they're talking actually it was kind of interesting they were talking about uh, marijuana legalization and how maybe we need to slow down simply because what's happening is they've created this big industry. And you, do I do I need to help your dog for a little bit? Do I need to? What's your dog's name? Oh, uh, Apollo. Apollo. Uh, Apollo. He's way upstairs. You can hear that? Wow. Yeah, Apollo <laughs> is getting after it. Um, no, Jeez. is 
is basically it was interesting because they talked about how um, all these states they're just big corporations running it. Correct. There's, you you yep. can't you can't get in the game if you want to start a small business like that. It's totally rigged for one side to be successful. Exactly. And yeah. I thought that I was learned, really interesting. Yeah, and I learned that myself uh, firsthand last summer. So I do a football camp in Boston um, in Sudbury community. And it was just funny that some of the parents, I've been doing this football camp for the last five years. So, and don't know if I'm going to have it this summer, but last summer had it. And some of the parents that I have met through the years, hey, Amon, how you doing? How, you know, how's Wisconsin? Da, da, da. Hey, we're in the cannabis business. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like upper middle class area in Boston getting hit with that. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And you get, and it said it's, it's just unfair how some some companies and some people can uh, monopolize and, and lock down the market on something that shouldn't be locked down. It's here like with, with Smokey. What Chris Tucker said, Smokey character in Friday, God put this here on earth for you and me. Okay? Not put just for all of us. All of us. Not just you. You gotta you're enjoy the big, it. You're the big corporation that can make all the money. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. None of the big corporations. So, so that keep is, it free for everybody. I, I start, yes. <laughs> and that's what I was watching that you recommend. And then I also, I'm watching a series, Afterlife, with Ricky Gervais. Um, I'm a couple, mm, two okay. or three episodes into it. The only reason I, I clicked on it because I had avoided it before. I might have said this on the podcast. I'm not sure. So if I did, I forgive me. Um, no, it's all good. It's because Aaron Rod. I saw Aaron Rodgers, the Packers quarterback, recommended that series either on Twitter, mm-hmm. or Instagram. I said, you know what? I kind of mm-hmm. like Aaron Rodgers' I'm sense of humor and everything. It's kind of a a dark comedy with this guy yeah. who's depressed after his wife passed away from cancer, but it's it's funny and still. Um, Serious at the same time, so uh, Afterlife is also what I'm streaming. Okay, Afterlife, that sounds. Good. I'll check. Is it on Netflix? Ne- on Netflix. On Netflix. Netflix. Okay, I'll check it out. All right, to wrap up the show, we got a quick, quick segment of Turning Point. It's um, from an '80s classic, 1987 to be exact, Near Dark Vampire Movie. Um, John, have you ever seen it? I, you know, way? I saw what you sent us. Yeah. Uh, I, I and I thought that movie poster is so kick ass. Like it looks so awesome. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I had never heard of Near Dark. Oh no. man, it's the one of the it's it's along with uh, uh, Lost Boys, one of those old vampire classic movies. Bill Paxton is in it, so it's a small town farmer's son reluctantly joins a traveling group of vampires after he is bitten by one of the beautiful vampires, beautiful Drifter, as they call her. Uh, so he's out with his buddies, you know, in a, a nice little country town, hanging out, getting drunk, and he sees this little. This little cutie pie okay. over sitting by the jukebox. Okay. And so, you know, for me, you know, knowing horror movies and knowing vampire movies, it's vampire movies are tricky because they are in disguise. You can't see them and just know, oh, that's a vampire. In, in some movies like Underworld, you can, you know, but the other movies, they conceal it. You don't know it until you're bit already. Well, if so, there's a little cutie at the jukebox, then she's probably a vampire. Right. True. You know what I mean? True. Like, there. So yeah, you got to have your radars on. You know, but he was inebriated. You know, he had been drinking with his buddies. Okay. So, so they say that he misses the red flags there because she's just sitting there by herself. She's not even actually. When I think about it, she's actually sitting outside next to the ice box oh. in an old little country town. So you see a beautiful woman sitting by the ice box outside the bar. You might want to suck at the yes your pickup lines or even going to approach her. But he approaches her anyway. Oh. And she is very nice. She talks. They have a conversation. Then eventually she jumps in the truck, says, hey, take me, you know, take me home. I got to get home. She's all of a sudden in a panic. It's like, I, I got to get home. So she, he gets her in the truck and he drives her to where 
And then all of a sudden, while she says, take me home, then she said, hold a minute, stop. You know, I want to look out at the stars. And he's like, what? <laughs> so it's like, wait a minute, you want to go home or you want to look at stars? So they get out the car, start looking at stars. And this is her, you know, this is her pickup lines to him because she's hungry, obviously. And uh, and so he takes her. Eventually, they get back in the car. He takes her to his farm and they have animals. So this is where the big red flag for me is because, you know, vampires. When they're around, animals go crazy. It's not, you know, don't say I'm not. I don't have vampires upstairs because it's broad daylight. I don't know if <laughs> I say, watch, watch out, you know, Apollo. I got is it. trying to warn you right now. It's He's turning, trying to warn me. Turning point of the podcast, Amon. Right. So just know. So when you have any animal, especially dogs, cats, and horses. So just like in this movie, I got Ace sitting right behind me right now. The horse that the boy, the guy was trying to get the the vampire girl to. I say ride goes in Bernard's, you know, goes crazy. And he's like, well, you know, he don't know what's going on. He lets him, he go, takes the horse back into the barn, ties him up. And that right there, that's where she was even acting weird too. Cause she knew what, what the horse was freaking out about. He could sense that she was something from the underworld. And so for me, that was the turning point right there. It's like, dude, you don't see your horse that been normal acting crazy now with somebody that is new to the scene that it's middle of the night. Just come on. Just think about it. So for me, quick, save a lot. Save the budget for the movie. It's over right there. There it is. You that, see the horse. You see the animals talking crazy, barking, horsing up, he and hawing. Get out of there. Go take her back to the bar. Give her to one of your other buddies. Then <laughs> Drop her back <laughs> off at the ice box. Drop her, drop her back off at the ice box. Get out so, of here. So the, the, the learning lesson here is do not pick up a beautiful woman late at night standing in front of an ice box. In a Let small country bar. If you live in anywhere in Wisconsin, uh, <laughs> above Milwaukee, <laughs> pretty much anywhere in the state, yeah, yeah anywhere they're in all state, small bars. So. There are more bars in Wisconsin than like anywhere else. I think that's exactly. like a fact or something. I don't know. Exactly, uh, exactly. Yeah. So that is the podcast for this week. I want to thank everybody in the Twitch chat for chiming in and jumping in and and partaking with this or that. We had a great show today. So tune in next week for a new this or that, new turning point, more new topics, game releases, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at amongreen 30 all one word, and find me on Twitch at TV. And tonight is Wingman Wednesday, so I'm getting down with some Halo 5 Guardians. And, John, let the people know where they can find the podcast. You can find the podcast, as always, on the iHeartRadio app, Gamers Lounge, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Everybody have a good hump day, and see you later tonight. <laughs>